0: Welcome to episode 4 of What's the Homework? Gender Studies of Comedy. If you're looking for Alex Hartline, I just received a note that he's calling in sick today. We hope he gets better soon. We'll have someone collect the day's homework and bring it to him after school. This week, Ed and Eric discussed Nanette, a stand-up special on Netflix. They eventually discussed some recent wedding adventures and plan for next week's homework assignment. Grab your lucky eraser. Class is about to begin.
1: Welcome, oh, hey, back. Ed. Oh, hey, Eric. And welcome back. Are we doing the countdown? What countdown?
0: People like, I think people like the countdown.
1: Go okay. ahead. All right, I'll, I'll go. So mm-hmm. we're going to go three, two, one, go. And then we're in. What's this up, Eric? Episode four. Four. The best one. People say it's going to be the best one.
0: Nice joke, yeah, it could have been
1: the one with the guests everyone wanted to be a host. <laughs> so letting you in behind the process for the people who. You all know what's happening behind the process, but if you don't. So we were supposed to have a guest on Thursday and mm-hmm. I learned that setting up two microphones with a Bluetooth microphone is really difficult. And I bet if we took like an hour and a half to mess around with it, I could have figured it out. But I was but we're really still frozen. here. Yeah, but we're still here. And I guess this is we...
0: Yeah? If we didn't record this podcast. I'm just saying. I think the
1: stock market would crash. (laughs) That's going to be the precipitating fact. I agree. Yeah. I think that's the most important part, that we're here for the people, and we're here for the country as a whole. (laughs) And, like, we now have the FaceTime on, so Eric and I usually just call each other, but now we can see each other, and I hear Eric clicking, which I didn't know. You can hear it, too. Which I didn't know was happening last time. What are you clicking about? Oh, uh, I'm putting... I'm just... Tapping away. Okay, got it. So that's too much of a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. So we were gonna have a guest that didn't work out. We'll eventually figure that out, and we're gonna have more guests. I think that should be something we do. And then if we get to ten episodes, I think we might have a very special guest. Ooh. And Eric and I will talk. And hold on, since Eric can see me.
0: Oh, he's gonna write it on a
1: piece of I'll paper. Write it on a piece of paper. Ah. <sighs> Oh. <laughs> yeah so i was telling, we're gonna have ariana grande on the podcast
0: oh i thought it was gonna be azealia banks and then she could talk about elon musk
1: wait what are, i have no idea what that reference i don't know had. i think
0: i think that's a reference
1: are they together no are no he's ad- with grimes okay
0: are, uh, and banks- then i think azealia banks got locked in his mansion and she couldn't find her way out <laughs> There's an article, we'll talk about it sometime that's really funny.
1: I was talking to, uh, what's your opinion Of Elon Musk? Clearly he's an asshole Like that's good yeah. that's, for, that's like granted But like, is he an asshole and a good guy Or is he like a bad guy I just don't I think You can't say I just don't get it I just Think that men
0: Shouldn't be allowed to use Twitter What
1: does that mean?
0: I don't think they know how to control their thoughts well enough To have something where they can just freely say stuff on the internet. Oh my god. I just
1: don't... It's... What is he doing? Are you trying to like pop all the Eric fans that are just like self-hating men? Is that... Is that your... No, yeah. That's the audience I'm going for. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't hate being a man. I just think that he like... I think he thinks he's like Tony Stark. And like that could be good in the sense that like... If we really need somebody to just pump a bunch of money into a crazy like contraption... Like, that could be him, but I don't know. I feel like he's a lot of, um, what's the word? A lot of sizzle, but not a lot of beef. <laughs> mm. Sometimes you need a little bit more sizzle, but you ain't got enough beef. Yeah. Do you understand what that phrase means? No, I don't. Okay, I'm well, trying
0: I'm... to picture sizzling without beef. <laughs>
1: what's
0: sizzling if there's not
1: beef? Well, the sizzle... I. I is this going to be a segment, Ed Explains, turns a phrase to Eric? Yeah, sure. Okay, so in this context, the sizzle is kind of like just a sound. It doesn't really do anything practically. But, you know, mm-hmm. a nice sizzling steak does something for it. it's. It's all about the ambiance and, like, the whole the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> do you not still not get it? No, I think I get it's it. It's like I su- just... substance and style. That's the better one.
0: Okay. So I would agree. Guy? He he's obviously he's a very brilliant person as was steve jobs but i don't think that means he's someone we need to like
1: idolize in every respect right i think yeah but it seems like elon musk is like it's funny how steve jobs is considered like this great innovator and like a tech mastermind like couldn't he be a ama- make couldn't he have been making something cooler than like computers though <laughs> like as we am- record this on a yeah that's true <laughs> damn I guess you got me there, but I don't know. I still think of science in the like experiments and like space travel way, which is probably
0: dumb. So you think Elon Musk is doing a larger contribution than Steve Jobs? No,
1: (laughs) that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that he he might have his faults, but I think that like people who use their fortunes to like try and invent new things are pretty cool. I feel like if I was a super billionaire that's what i'd do but yeah. probably not i'd probably die in like some sort of like really crazy car accident yeah I- i'd immediately start driving cars really fast i don't know why i think that'd be really cool if you were rich yeah okay um, so how much time have we already been recording eric too much too much no but for real though <laughs> this is important it's a lot of elon musk content so far <laughs> okay fine. which i think people like well i don't know i just like one i just don't know people's like Like, I know people, friends, that think he's really cool and, like, might save the world. And then I also have friends who are like, I can't believe you think he's cool. You know? Yeah. So it's interesting Um, to have such... He's very polarizing.
0: I think he's smart.
1: And he's funny. Like, he owns a company
0: that is drilling holes in the earth. And he called it the Boring Company.
1: Like, that's funny. Yeah, but, like, what's the deal with, like, him, like, selling flamethrowers and, like because he he can but what okay but he can (laughs) yeah well actually he couldn't so they are literally
0: called not a flamethrower okay so that they could legally ship them in america
1: and don't they say that he has like terrible like employment practices yes okay well yes i
0: don't think he's a good guy i also think he doesn't take critique well which is when all this like stuff blew up about elon musk was people were writing bad reviews about his cars and saying like why are you making flamethrowers when you can't even make a car that you promised like five years ago yeah and
1: he didn't take the critiques very well and like so i don't know have you ever been in a tesla no i was in a. I te- i sat in the garage with someone in their tesla and he just <laughs> turned it on i did not get molested in a tesla as, <laughs> as much as it sounds like i did But, no, like, he turned it on, and it has, like, a big freaking iPad screen for, like, a dashboard, and it's cool, and it's, like, a space car, but, like, is there enough places to charge it and stuff? Like, I don't know. (laughs) You're so practical. I, like, want an electric car. I don't want the environment to be destroyed. I just, the Tesla still seems like something that's, like, unattainable cost-wise, but I don't know if that's true. I think it is. Have it's you thought... Good. Yeah. So you drive a Mini Cooper right now.
0: No, we sold it. I didn't tell you that. No? Aww. Yeah. That's an end of an era. <laughs> yeah, so now I now I drive uh, Sid's little Honda. Uh-huh. And it's the perfect car. It's a good car. Gets me from A to B, which is really all a car needs to do. And the Mini Cooper was not doing that.
1: Yeah. So so now that... Hold on. For real, though. <laughs> How much time have we been recording? Because I can't tell... Uh,
0: I think it's been, like, ten minutes.
1: Are you guessing? I feel like that should be the first thing we can see on our devices. It's been it's been less than ten minutes. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, so we were talking about your car. And we could edit all this out. I don't want to edit it out. That's fine. Okay. You have the Mini Cooper, which, like, it was a red Mini Cooper, red and black, for the one of you that hasn't seen Eric's Mini Cooper. What was your... Reflections on it, pros and cons. Um,
0: so it's, I think, Mini Coopers are not that expensive of a car. They're uh-huh. about like twenty thousand if you basically get like the minimum specs of the car, but they can go up to like thirty, forty. I mean, they can get expensive, but the baseline model is pretty cheap. And for like a unique style of car, it's a pretty interesting vehicle to have. Yeah. Uh, and in the city, it's really nice because it's small,
1: but it's also not like, I don't know. It's not ugly. They're pretty. They are. They. I, I'll agree with you. So when you first bought it, you bought it because you thought it was cool, right? Mm-hmm. By the end of its life cycle, did you still feel as cool driving around in it? Um. No. i liked it i was just always struck by it's perfect for two people but it really does not have a lot of space and like it felt like it didn't have a lot of space i don't know how you feel about that and like it was the interior was very rigidly built so like you were actually very bound by the space of the car if that makes sense like in my in my the versa that i drive like the sides, like of the doors are soft so like things can kind of push against it and if you're like packed in the back seat it's not that terrible but i feel like in the mini cooper everything was made of like plastic inside including the seats <laughs> yeah so it felt you really felt the restrictions of it i would agree yes but it was it's
0: not a very practical car but it's fun and when you're young you don't have kids it's aesthetically so. pleasing
1: for sure if you're trying to pick up 1960s British women. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That was my one dig that I had to get at you. I think it's a pretty fun car. Anyway, let's move on to something else. Are you ready to move on to something else? Yeah. So I actually did the homework. Uh, I watched Nanette. So for, do you want to explain what Nanette is or should I? Uh, No, go ahead. So Nanette was a comedy special that I heard about before Eric uh, told me to do it. I heard that it was controversial and that it wasn't really a comedy special. Those are my initial reactions coming in. And then mm-hmm. I don't remember if you told me this on the last podcast, but you said that it was like in two parts. I would consider it three parts. Yeah, so you said the part stuff. So like the whole. So I'm watching it, and the best way to explain it is it's like, for me, it was like a mix of like, honestly, a comedy special, a TED Talk, yes. and uh, <laughs> one of those high school... Uh, assembly speeches where someone comes (laughs) and like
0: oh like the dare speeches yeah
1: and it was very Yeah. yeah it was just like somebody tells their story peppered in with like a few jokes but like it's mostly serious and you're supposed to leave feeling inspired by this person okay so that's what i thought it was you can correct me if i or what your three parts were what do you think yeah um so to recap i felt
0: the three parts the first third is pretty much a comedy special i would say uh, the middle third seemed like a critique of comedy itself and um, a little more uh, detail to the life of um, Gatsby. Uh, and then the final third was sort of a critique of um, men and a comment on like the Me Too movement and... Uh, discussing sort of separating the art from the artist and if we should still continue to do so
1: yeah so uh it the uh comedian i guess yeah the Mm -hmm. comedian is hannah gatsby and she is a uh, gay female i think she like doesn't i think she like skirts around the ide, not the idea but like the question of is she transgender or not i don't think she like Answers it. She makes it seem like that's something that like she hasn't even like completely come to terms with yet, right? Or uh,
0: not, uh, well, I would disagree. I would say that she strongly objects to the fact that she really, yeah. Oh damn!
1: Now I feel like we need to cut it out. Okay, so now we're gonna we get can right cut into it out. It. No, we don't have to <laughs> cut it out. It's so like uh, like I guess that that's the point of like movies like this and stuff like this, like opening up the avenue to like talk about these types of things, but. I mean there is no but it's uncomfortable to like talk about these types of things and like I feel like it's really difficult is the wrong word because just talking about it like I feel like that's a like just because it makes you uncomfortable that's not an excuse to not do something you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like I feel like saying it's difficult like is actually just like being dramatic it's not actually difficult it just makes you uncomfortable but, like, yes. the fear is that, like, always that I'm going to say the wrong thing or, like, be behind on what the, like, modern uh, explanation of something is and, like, misna- like use the wrong words or do something on like and then be yelled at. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like people who have listened to the podcast know that, like, for me, the worst thing that could possibly ever happen to me is to be yelled at and to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be yelled at or be in trouble. But... I guess that's all coming back to the issue... Not the issue, but, like, the... Discussing this special is because it really, like... I don't know. It's something that I've seen in other mediums, like, discussed generally, like, identity and, like, men and the Me Too movement and, like, uh, a lot of the themes that Hannah Gatsby deals with in the net or talks about in the net, but I haven't seen it in this, like... Like, i bait in what seemed to be or seems to be a comedy special right yes yeah i would agree <laughs> so using the <laughs> three factor crunchy corner reviews okay are we going to review it by the three factor crunchy corner review scale wait well it was your homework so go <laughs> for it no okay so Going into it, I knew that it was going to be, like, intense. And I thought it was going to be... When you said three parts, I straight up thought it was going to be, like... One part was her doing a comedy special. Like, one, they were literally three separate and then, things. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, I was expecting it to cut at any point. Mm-hmm. But it's... It was... It definitely was slower for me at the beginning. Like, I thought it started pretty slow. And then it mm-hmm. kind of gained steam. And then it kind of... The punch... It, it honestly felt like one big story that kind of has a punchline at the end. Do you agree or not really? Yeah, I would agree with that. So, it depends on what you go expecting. Like, I would say that it is not funny. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just me. Like, it has nothing I honestly felt like she's super dry British humor. I would honestly say she's like Ricky Gervais, just with none none of the in quotation marks controversial stuff. Like, she's very British, she's very, like, if you take away, like, the seriousness of the special, she's actually, like, a very, seemed, like, in the special, a very, like, PG-13, PG comedian, right? hmm Like, I honestly, like, I don't know. And now it's tough to, like, say who, I, who she reminds me of without already feeling bad, but, like, oh, of course I pick a female comedian. Or I pick a lesbian comedian or anything like <laughs> that. But, um, I don't know.
0: She was very dry. You're
1: Jason Port would like her. Oh, f- maybe. You know, I don't know. Like, it's just Just based on, on who I think you're thinking of. Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I kind of forgot that Port loved uh, Ellen DeGeneres. But, anyway, I feel like I've rambled on a lot about it. It's really intense. It's not... It's not really. It's not really that intense. It's moving it's not super funny unless that's really your style of humor but i think that if you're interested in a commentary uh, not a commentary if you're interested in hearing about a very moving story of someone who is like i think would be seen on the outskirts of society whose story isn't told very often i think she puts it really well like whenever i hear stories about the about this kind of stuff like it's not necessarily always for me in the sense that like it is going to mean so much more for a person who has had any sort of similar experience and her experience is really different than mine. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it doesn't have the same effect that it would on someone who almost never gets to hear their story discussed in this way or discussed at all, if that makes sense. And that's not taking anything away from it. It's just like I saw it as a Like, I'm sure I felt very different about it. Like, it was definitely moving, and I felt very, like, it made me question, like, my actions and how I speak about things. And it was very, like, you know, actually, going back to, like, saying, like, question my actions, like, the people she talks about in her specials seem, she doesn't really talk about any, oh, man, I'm losing my, I'm losing my, what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that, no, what I'm trying to say is, like, the villains in her story are super villainous. So it doesn't necessarily delve in for me at least watching it, there were no shades of grey. The people that she talks about negatively, like I don't mm-hmm. associate with like anyone that I'm extremely close to, you know what I mean? Okay. But like other than like I'm not I don't put our parents or people much older than us into like I judge them in a completely different light. I think we've talked about mm-hmm. it before. Like I give them I give them credit for being so much more progressive than the people before them. I feel like it's in us to a certain extent. A uh, age thing like mm-hmm. I can't blame my parents that much for not understanding LGBTQ things because they've never they've literally ne- like never had a friendship with someone who has that with those issues and it's tough to blame people you know wow yeah. I'm just like going on anyway take me back before I just ramble on about my parents even more what do you what do you think
0: um so I watched it after there were a couple articles that popped up like, Oh, you have to watch Nanette. I had no real understanding of whether it was going to be comedy or not. So I had like the shock value of it Mm -hmm. a little bit more than you did. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was right after Sydney took the bar. So I was home all alone waiting for her to come back. uh... (laughs) So I was already stressed out. And so I think I was just at like a very vulnerable moment where I thought it was pretty striking. Got it. Um, and i think uh it has been pretty much across the board except for one article that i wanted to bring up uh critically acclaimed everyone says it's fantastic and that she's like breaking ground and like changing the form mhm did you think that it was like
1: groundbreaking or like revolutionary You're, you know I think that it was groundbreaking for the visibility at the least. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure I, I, it, it's tough to say, like, because I know that there have been, like, uh, gay comedians that have spoken about their experience, like, through comedy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to say that, like, I, I feel like that that's happened before. I've never seen so many people talking about something like this and you know what like I definitely would agree it's groundbreaking it's definitely the first time I've seen these type of issues like uh what so like let's just get down to it what issues do you think are discussed in the net it's definitely like like comedy and like self-deprecating comedy and Mm -hmm. whether or not it actually is empowering or the opposite so that's definitely one thing they talk about yeah What, what, what do you think I've been talking way too much please say words
0: okay um I do think I mean the main focus is about why she's quitting comedy. I mean that was like the line that made all of the headlines. That like she has this comedy special where she literally says she's quitting comedy. So there's definitely that critique, which I think is probably one of the more interesting. Is you know the, we listen to these people tell stories, um, and I think her assessment of like what comedy is right. So she talks. I don't know. This is maybe halfway through. I don't have a time marker, but like she says that to do comedy um you have to have a beginning and a middle and the reason that things are funny is that there's tension and so to leave you with that middle where you have this tension and then she resolves it quickly removes any completion of a story and Mm -hmm. so for her to do that, she's denying herself the full story and a full representation of who she is. And so I think her frustration is she does these comedy specials and yes, she identifies as a gay woman. And so a lot of women, especially in the LGBT community, feel the need to critique her and say that she's not representing them well or not in the way that they want. and. I think she gets frustrated by that um, because she's already just by standing up there removing a part of her story so that she can make other people laugh right I think she's at a point where she thinks that nothing's really changing for her um, and nothing is changing all that much in terms of the culture so
1: why is why can't she just tell the full story Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I get that, and, like, I guess the, I don't want to give away, like, I think people, it's something that people should definitely take time to watch, uh, it's, it's like a 63 minutes long, something like that.
0: Yeah, it's an hour. It's good.
1: <laughs> uh, no, 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 I, I, uh, uh, I think you, you said it really well, I mean, it's just a really interesting critique of comedy, and, like, identity, and her identity, and, like, expectations and all that stuff. I think it's worth watching for sure. Even if it's, like, comedy really isn't your thing. Like, I have a bunch of friends and family who, like, hate sitting through comedy specials, and I think that it's worth watching. I think it's just, it's learning about someone else's experience and the things that they're going through are important to make us more well-rounded people. Yeah. But I think that sometimes, like, thinking about comedy, like, the, like in me when like when i think about it it's kind of like when she says that i don't know this is more asking about the movie and like what you think she means like do you actually think she's quitting comedy is that actually something that like has come out that she's done doing it? i don't know uh
0: or i guess I it doesn't matter that, i would hope that she does or that this opens up another option that's like this is not a comedy special like it's just i don't know
1: yeah interesting
0: i don't know a ted talk on netflix uh there so there was an interesting article from the outline Mm -hmm. by a writer named peter moskowitz he identifies as a queer man
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and he did not like nanette um and his article starts you know, talking about what Nanette is, and then he says, but when my cis straight liberal parents told me how much they loved it, the reason for my dislike coalesced in order to make straight cis viewers feel comfortably woke, Gadsby shits on an entire language of comedy developed over decades largely by Jews and queers.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like the part, and you know, that's like, I I don't mean to just like, I hope it doesn't seem like I'm just jumping on to like a criticism, like, it's kind of like, When you shit on comedy, you're kind of, like, ignoring the point of comedy, you know? Like, it is a way to, like... For me, at least, it's, like, a way to... I think comedy comes in a lot of forms, and one of them is definitely talking about pain. And, like, just because you're laughing at it doesn't mean that it takes away, like, any of the power from it. And it seemed like that was something that she was, like, saying, you know? That because people... Because she has to tell her story in a way that is pleasing to an audience it takes something away from her story you know what I Mm -hmm. mean which is definitely true but the fact that that's not
0: true for everyone
1: right and also her saying like she's quitting comedy like it's still a part of me is like it can still be a medium for you to speak about your truth and if people aren't laughing then you're not a good enough comedian because you can make (laughs) people laugh like does that make any sense yeah and I think she did
0: I mean, I mean there were I don't know. There were pieces in that where I think she would say this is no longer a comedy special. Right. And I would say... But I'm still laughing. Like, I thought... I mean, the art history stuff I thought was funny. I thought it like, was funny, too. Um, so I I agree. I think maybe she needs... I don't, I don't know. I don't think she I, needs I think... to
1: do anything. That's the thing that, like... It's like saying whether it's right or wrong. That's like... I don't think that that... It, it's there is no right. And this is like so woke and above like what we're talking, what we normally talk about. But like saying whether it's right or wrong like isn't the point. Like she, that's her a special that she wanted to put out. And hopefully, at least the way that I try think about understanding these things is like those were all the choices she made to present her story. And like mm-hmm. I could see why people would feel defensive because in a way that saying that she can't tell the story she wants through a traditional medium takes away. Credence from the traditional medium, but that's just, I mean, they can work in the same world. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think they're exclusive. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So that was that Now we're going to move to something. God, it wasn't
0: funny at all. We didn't, I didn't laugh once during that segment.
1: Sounds like me watching that special. (laughs) We're back, baby. All right. (laughs) So now we're going to move on to something way different. Uh, Okay. Finally, the long awaited Eric's Crunchy Corner. Yeah. I, Are we ready? Uh, So, you want to oh. count down a crunchy to Crunchy Corner 2? Three. Well, do the do the jingle. Uh, see, I, uh, I listened uh. to it last time, so just peek behind the curtain again. That jingle that I said last time sucked. Yeah. It was terrible, uh. and I was embarrassed that it was on the air. So, uh. I'm just going to go three, two, one, crunchy, and then you'll start. So, oh, okay. Okay, so that's good. And so be,
0: then no one hears this part.
1: Oh, no, everyone's going to hear all of it. That's the point. Oh, okay. I thought you said people like the countdowns. Yeah. Okay, so three, two, one. Crunchy. Crunch. Crunch. Oh, that'd be so good. Wow. Okay. Man, so, maybe we'll get it by episode 10 when that special guest comes on. Oh, my God. Ariana Grande, I can't wait to talk about you and Pete Davidson and...
0: <gasps>
1: oh, man. All right. She looks like a baby, but okay. So, this week...
0: We have another Oreo, and this is called the Rocky Road Trip Oreo. The description says cookie with marshmallow bits and rocky road flavored cream, with soy nut inclusions. I don't know what an inclusion
1: is. Is that a natural product? (laughs) So wait. So you're eating it? Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, Let's 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 slow down. So, on Eric's Crunchy Corner this week, if you're new to the podcast, you haven't listened before, you probably have, Eric has every week a crunchy snack of some sort. This is something we've been doing since uh, our radio show, where Eric reviews his snacks. And I guess the backstory of it is that we are all vicariously living through Eric, who somehow eats the exact (laughs) same food he ate in fourth grade as a 27-year-old physician. So, this week, we have one of Eric's favorite foods. Would you say they're, like, your favorite, one of your favorite Oreo? snack Oreo, Yeah. Yeah. Like, since, like, when Eric and I started living together freshman year, I remember that Eric likes Velveeta mac and cheese uh-huh. and Oreo cookies. You really, uh-huh. is that your favorite, like, snack cookie, the Oreo? Yeah. Mm. Do you if like-
0: I, is there any time where I could offer you an Oreo and
1: you'd be like, nah, good? I would always say yes, but I have, since I started dating Katie, I've been like open to a whole new world of people who don't like sweets, like my family likes sweets, and Katie was just like, we went to a bakery yesterday, and it was like a beautiful bakery, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they have mini of every cake in like sweet, it's like, would you like one? She's like, no, I don't want one, I'll eat something else later, like how can you say no to a sweet yeah. treat? I know. I think it's, uh-huh. uh, I think there's something wrong with her brain, but anyway. Uh, you I don't love... think so. Katie, you have a good brain.
0: Does yeah. she listen this far in? Um... She's so busy. Yeah, that's what
1: it is. All right, so we have your Oreo. <laughs> and you're doing the Rocky Road Oreo. And as I understand a Rocky Road ice cream, it's chocolate ice cream with almonds, marshmallows, and that's it. You forgot the soy nut inclusions. <laughs> Just like Grandma used to make. Which are
0: in like a different color text, so they really point it out.
1: Can I see? Yeah. Point point it up to the screen here. Maybe we'll like tweet a picture of the Rocky Road. It's Yeah, you know what? So it's like a green box and white writing and then with soy nut inclusions is in brown. We'll tweet this. I think people are allergic to soy so they really want it on the front. And that's not usually something in Oreos. But, so Eric. So you're going to eat two of them. You're going to eat one normally. And then I want you to do the twist apart part of the other one. Oh. Yeah, you gotta gotta do that. So, while Eric's eating, I'll just keep talking. Listen, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, This may have started as Eric and I just talking to each other. But, you know... Mm. (laughs) I think it's grown into something much, much more. It's a time for you and I to be close whoever you are wherever you are thanks for letting me into your ears I don't want to do this anymore I want Eric to be done eating and- oh it's so crunchy oh it's so mm-hmm. do you have milk or anything um I have coffee and a seltzer ooh I have a Gemini coffee mug filled with espresso mmm you fancy I'm right. fancy Oreo 1 is down would you like a mid review? No, I want to see that cream. What color is that cream? Uh, I only see bl- black, brown, chocolate looking. Yeah, it's like a mud brown. <laughs> okay, g- 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 give it a lick. Yeah, this is really this is really sexual, honestly. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mm. Mm. Is that how you normally eat? You make that noise. New f- new foods, yeah. New foods, mm-hmm. got it. New foods. I don't. Know. I, don't
0: know. I wouldn't eat the
1: cream by itself. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that's you're getting into the review. So, Rocky Road Oreo. What is the stamp on each side of the Oreo?
0: It's just the Oreo stamp. Got it.
1: Yep. Uh, all right. Review. Here we
0: go. Okay. Um. So the way this works, if you haven't listened to the show before, it's a uh, it's a three point system. The first is is the flavor uh what?
1: <laughs> oh, is the is the flavor <laughs> what it purports to be so like
0: wait i thought it was is the flavor something that anyone asked
1: for oh yeah oh, that's true so is the flavor anybody has ever requested you know what for this just being on the outside that sounds like a flavor i would want yeah
0: i think ice cream flavor Oreos is a solid idea. There Agreed. should be more ice cream
1: flavor Oreos. Agreed. So, do you want to answer that question? So we're, we're going. So with I yes. would give that
0: it's a it's a yes or no yeah. system. So that's a one point already. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Second point is: does it achieve
1: the goal of the flavor? And I would say no. No. Wow. This is interesting. So once again, that like. I like Rocky Road ice cream. It's just a lot of flavors, and I think kind of the point of Rocky Road is that everything's kind of mixed in. So I was interested in how they would try and do it in the Oreo. So do you? So fudge is just marshmallow, right? I mean, that's what fudge is. Oh my God, you're blowing my. Is it? Yeah. It's but it's marshmallow mixed with chocolate, right? Yeah. Okay. And flavors. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> <In> flavors. The, <laughs>
0: so Rocky Road is marshmallow and chocolate. So the inside just tastes like it tastes like the elmer fudd cookies elmer fudd you know what i'm
1: talking about oh the keebler cookies yeah
0: got it that's what the the cream tastes like Mm. so that's zero so we're one out of two so far
1: okay and then goodness is the last one yeah is it good no 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 no. well it's goodness good (laughs) okay goodness question mark yes or no (laughs) okay
0: uh do we do do we do half points
1: you know what we do so you're gonna do so but when we do a half point that means that it's closer to the middle or like for example what would a yes and a half be
0: uh i just want i want to give it half a point so that it has one and a half points out of three
1: okay so timeout. one (laughs) and a half points out of three so yeah are you saying it's good i'm saying it it's okay is it closer to no or yes it's i would eat another one okay so it's closer to yes yeah but so if the scale goes from zero to one <laughs> z- zero, yeah is it god this is what elon musk closer to zero do. is it closer to what, what would you say if it's between zero and one it's like a 0.5 So it is a no and a half. Okay. Because yes and a half would mean that it's really, really good. Yeah. Got it. So So it's a no and a half. I wish we could go back and re-review the uh, cherry cola ones because I feel like those those were unpalatable, correct? Yes,
0: they were bad. I threw out the entire bat. So
1: that would be a negative no and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll remember the scoring system from now on. Okay. But that was Eric's... Is that the end of your Crunchy Corner? Yep. Do you have have anything planned for next week? I think we'll get away from the sweets. Maybe I'll find a little chip. Okay. Let's try to... Now, I'll ask the audience about this, and then also you. Do you think I should also have... You know what the audience is going to say? No, that I shouldn't be eating these sweet, delicious treats. (laughs) (laughs) Because they want me to live. So, never mind. We will maintain the the air of me being really jealous that you get all these delicious candies but so crunchy corner next week is probably gonna be chips yeah maybe the all dressed have you had those no mm. but lays did you see this see what <laughs> lays tastes
0: of america I've seen can this. i read you some of their yeah. flavors i'd love to hear that okay cajun spice crab spice that i mean that's it exists that's yeah. not fancy um chili con queso that's just gonna taste like a cheese chip deep dish pizza oh god um fried pickles with ranch now that sounds pretty good it's gonna be like a dill pickle with some ranch Yeah. yeah i get it uh pimento cheese no one wants that thai sweet chili that might be good
1: yeah
0: who is people eating so many chips Bacon wrapped jalapeno popper. I feel like you're just really going to. There's no way. This is not Willy Wonka. Like you didn't get that flavor into a chip. Yeah, it's hard. Didn't
1: happen. I feel like it's just gonna taste like fake bacon.
0: Yeah, it'll be gross. Ketchup, ketchup chips are good.
1: Yeah, that's so. Ketchup chips are popular in Canada, right?
0: Yeah. And then all fried green tomato. That
1: sounds good too. We all know who that food is for. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding I don't know. <laughs> I'm totally kidding my mom likes fried green tomatoes ooh she should come on the podcast <laughs> never her
0: and Ariana Grande <laughs> uh, and then the last one is New England
1: lobster roll ew yeah all those sound awful especially the right. deep dish pizza one are we done with let's the talk about party? weddings wedding so it's wedding season I've been to a few Eric just got back from one this afternoon Eric, yeah, hungover or not? Um, I only
0: drank gin and tonics, and tonic has a lot of sugar in it. It does have a lot of sugar. So I didn't feel great,
1: but I didn't really drink that much. So, You're, I'm okay. You stayed in character? Yeah. So, here's the question. The weddings are tough, especially this one, because it's like, it's a friend. So, like, I don't think we want to critique the wedding.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> that, would that would be rude. Um... <laughs> I did want to hear how your speech went at your wedding. At my wedding? My speech? Katie's sister.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) I totally forgot (laughs) that I didn't tell you about this. Oh, boy. Okay. So, Katie's sister got married. Katie's sister does not have a huge family. Katie's sister. Katie's family is not large. And they needed someone to, uh, during the ceremony, say a verse from the Bible. Yeah. So, I don't know, (laughs) during, (laughs) did I talk about, like, how I was afraid that it was going to be Jesus-y already? Yeah. Okay. So, I get my verse, I see where I am in the order of things, so basically there's the processional, everyone enters, uh, the priest says something, then more stuff happens, and then it's me. And I'm like... Asking the wedding planner like, okay, where do you need me to be? And on the day of she's like, oh, you're gonna be in the front row I'm like what <clears throat> like okay, so I send the like I'm like alright, and then she's like later. She's like, oh You're gonna walk Katie's grandma out like after the ceremony So like mm-hmm. when everyone leaves I'm not gonna like mingle with the rest of the people I have to like walk out with like the party So I'm like, okay, that's really stressful so I'm like alright, so I'm like, okay, when do you want me to stand up? Like, I'm going to be in the crowd, and then somehow I'm going to have to go from the crowd to the front to, like, say my thing. And -hmm. then she's like, don't worry, the priest, like, you're just going to come up right, like, after the priest's, like, um, I think it was, like, priest's remarks or whatever, pastor's remarks. And I'm like, okay. She's like, he'll give you a signal. Like, all right so they give me a couple like I think a week and a half in advance they send me which uh, psalm I'm reading a psalm is that the right word mm-hmm. psalm and it's fine it's from the book of Solomon so I think it's actually like Old Testament and it's like not very Jesus-y kind of poetic it talks about figs it's fine I practice it a bunch of times then the day- how would you practice did you just, say it out loud? Yeah, I said it out loud, and I said it to Katie, and I said it to Louie, and I just read it a bunch of times <laughs> on my phone. So then the day comes, and she's like, I don't want your phone up there. I'm like, oh, oh, oh I don't even it memorized. And she's like, okay, that's fine. We'll get you a Bible. So they find a Bible at this at the wedding. This is like an hour before the ceremony starts. And between Bibles, like the Psalms can be pretty different. Yeah. So it was. Oh no. It's it's. I wish that that's what happened. <laughs> so, uh, I'm reading it and I'm already stressed out because like I don't know when to get up. I don't know like where to sit really. I mean I do, but whatever. And I don't know, like the psalm is different. So I'm just reading it, pricing it. I have this like I'm literally like standing around with this leather bound Bible. So I look like I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So the ceremony starts, and uh, everyone walks in, and everything's fine. And the priest is talking, and I know that it's coming close to me having to go up there. Oh gosh! And uh, he this sta- is tension. I know. Henry start- me. this is tension. Okay. My gosh. He starts talking, and he like meets eyes with me, and. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that's my signal. I should stand up. And I'm, like, kind of a row back. So I'm in, like, the second row. Okay. And once I stand up, I only... <laughs> I only realize that what he just said was the if anybody objects to this union... No. I <laughs> So I stand up. Not very many people notice. I would say out of, like, 100 people, maybe, like, 10 people notice, but they really notice. Then I up. <laughs> and then I, like, notice... I'm like, oh, shit, like... This is uh, not right. I should sit down. So I'm, like, standing, and at first, instead of sitting down, I try and move behind a pole that's, like, in. Sure, as you do. As you would. I try to hide behind a pole, and then eventually I sit down, and. Behind the pole? Yeah. I sit down (laughs) in the chair. And then he's done, and I'm still, like, getting up and sitting down, kind of, because I'm, like, when do you want me to come up, like, I don't understand. And even then, like, at the end when he was done talking, like, he was like, and now someone's going to be reading for us. And I'm like, me? Like, who? Whatever. I got up there. It was fine. I read everything fine. The wedding uh, went on fine. But everyone was busting my chops later about getting up during the objections. Oh, uh, who part.
0: knew? Who knew? Did Katie know? Oh, or Did duh. she see you? Yes. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was so embarrassed. And I felt really bad and it was just it was the worst thing <sighs> that could possibly well, it was not the worst thing that could possibly happen but anyway man that's what happened to me I basically made it seem like I was objecting to their union for seven people
0: wait but did the reading go okay oh yeah
1: the reading was fine I'm a great reader I'm an excellent reader it's probably one of my best skills tension resolved I know Oof. I was tense telling the story so that's wedding wow how much time have we been recording, Eric?
0: Uh, I think we're at like 45 minutes.
1: Okay. So you were at a wedding. That was my wedding debacle. Otherwise, the wedding went great. The cake was carrot cake, which was tasty. What was the Ooh, cake nice. at uh, the wedding you were at? Oh, my. They had a dessert broom. Mmm. Wow, had. a fancy
0: wedding. Expensive. So they had a, reg- a traditional. It was a very nice wedding. I don't know how much it cost. I'm just saying it was very nice. She's Indian, right? She's Egyptian.
1: Oh, damn. That was really... God damn it. I met her once. We can edit that part out. I'm I'm really sorry. I know that they're totally different. I just misremembered.
0: No, you're fine. Um, So it was a Coptic wedding, which I had never been to before. The ceremony was very uh, pretty. Um, Some of the scripture is interesting, which is also in the Bible that I grew up with. It was just interesting that they chose to talk about it a lot about the woman obeying the man Nice. very interesting scriptures nice um kevin wore a crown which was cool
1: that's awesome
0: because it's part of the ceremony that they both put on crowns it was very pretty um and sydney was there with me and uh her mom when we told her it was uh coptic she said that she should wear like, something to cover her shoulders. Uh-huh. And then Cindy looked that up, and so she was appropriately dressed for the wedding, which was nice. And then she also knew, which I didn't, and I was very surprised by, that, like, I guess d- in the Coptic church, like, uh, women, um, like, when they're expressing, like, joy or celebration, they will, like, do this singing, Um I don't really know how to describe it, but they'll like sing really loudly and it's very pretty, but like it, they just do it whenever they're like excited or like thrilled about something. Yeah. So like in the middle throughout the service, just like women, like praise the fact that like the, the rings are getting put on their fingers or they're getting the crowns on their head. Like do the noise, make the noise. No, I'm not going to make the noise. I'm not going to make the noise. It's like a, it's like a very High pitched.
1: Okay, so here, singing monotone. Because you are destroying our medium of podcasting. You, uh-huh. I'm gonna. We're gonna pause, and you are going to add the sound right now.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that's what it sounds like. It's very pretty, but if you Alex don't forget,
1: racist, <laughs> racist. That's even way worse than me thinking she was Indian.
0: Why is that racist i'm Not just anything. telling you what happened
1: I, yeah you were telling it in your own way with your veiled <laughs> it was pretty words no it was very pretty it's just shocking when you don't expect someone to like
0: start singing in the middle of a ceremony yeah you and cindy them- was much smarter than me and she expected it and knew and she looked at me exactly when it happened and she knew that i would be
1: surprised <laughs> you wanted them to shut up and dribble i get what you're saying yep
0: that was it Um, Anyway, it was a very pretty ceremony The wedding itself was very nice But they had a whole dessert room I think they had six cakes And like four ice creams And I didn't get enough dessert That's my complaint Nice What
1: was your favorite dessert that you had?
0: They had a strawberry ice cream That was very good With like a
1: little sundae bar You know how I feel about ice cream I mean, you know your ice creams Yeah. Yeah Now I want ice cream Okay, so we are moving on to What do we have? uh i guess we're winding down we're going to our homework of the week yeah so can i also say something you have been playing this bell ringing at the beginning yeah are you trying to just use the most shrill terrible noises whenever you can do you know where that's from uh probably saved by the bell no uh degrassi no uh give me a hint it's a cartoon doug no uh recess yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i knew that i'd it actually well we need to change it i think we should make it the beginning to sicko mode
0: mm, Woo. definitely not see it was on brand for the homework theme of the podcast the recess
1: thing yeah all right well we'll work on it if we have any fans or people that listen that want to get some uh recognition Recognition. send in your theme songs record theme songs that's what they do on real podcasts
0: yeah yeah we don't really know anyone musical though that's listening right now
1: yeah i would say uh my girlfriend was in acapella acapella through college and law school and sang in choir but she only fulfills one of the two requirements she is only musical uh (laughs) 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 <laughs> Did you go, that, I hate you. <laughs> All right, so
0: the whole damn. I don't like this episode. Why should we throw it out? No,
1: yes, no, maybe it's not funny. I think we've been racist. Do you think so? I think so. I don't. Think I feel so. bad. Why? Because you were making fun of the Coptic Christians. Is she- I was not making fun of it. I was trying to explain
0: to the listeners what a Coptic ceremony is. I think, and I didn't expect it. And. Sydney knew to look it up because she's smart. Who cares? And... How are
1: you supposed to know? Nobody would get mad. Also, it's not like you were like, "Stop screaming!" You're probably <laughs> you're probably just surprised. That's yeah, surprising. I didn't stand
0: up when they asked if anyone objected. I wasn't like that crazy.
1: Listen, just because things are new and you don't expect them and you don't know that, like. I was talking to a friend about this. Oh, God, you
0: sound like when I'm talking to my grandparents about,
1: like... No, 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 no. (laughs) I think that there is, like, a line, like, where society needs to be, like, if you are, like, if you call someone of another race, like, a slur, you are allowed to, that person who you call the slur is allowed to be upset with you and angry Mm -hmm. at you. But there's a line where it's, like, if... I think I was talking about this with a friend that, that, like... Uh, it's more from what like, I've heard in conversations and I've been reading stuff that African black people don't mind being called black people it's not like a bad word yeah. to call someone black and I was talking to a friend about it and he said that's because a lot of uh, black people identify not necessarily as African American but as like Afro-Caribbean or Caribbean American mm-hmm. rather than just African American because they're not like not all black people are recognized African as their second culture if they Mm -hmm. recognize that culture at all. So, we were talking about it, and I said that I felt like if you call someone African-American and someone is a jerk to you and is, like, really mad that you didn't call them Afro-Caribbean, that that is a line where it's like, all right, by getting that mad, you're an asshole. Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like if somebody says, Merry Christmas to me, and then I get pissed off. Like, how the heck are you supposed to know I'm Jewish? Like, you're coming from a place of goodness and that's like you can educate people without being an angry person
0: yeah i mean i think the same like i don't know i think there there has to be some tolerance to an extent right like if someone is transgender and they're in the process of transitioning and they mm-hmm. chose different pronouns for themselves right like I think everyone agrees that, like, at a certain point, like, if you s- use the wrong pronoun for them, they will correct you. But, like, yeah. they will only correct you to a certain amount, right? Like, if they've told you, like, no, I go by right? they, them, and you keep saying he. Yeah, like, you're an asshole. Yeah, you're yeah. the jerk now. But, yeah. like, that initial time, if you say he and they yeah. say, sorry, I actually go by they,
1: that's fine. The social contract is that if I am being innocuous or, like not trying to be offensive and actually trying to use proper words. Like, you can correct me and we're both going to be nice to each other and not hate each other and I'm not going to be offended that you're correcting me. I mean, I don't think yeah. I'm sh- I don't think i allowed to be offended that you're correcting me anyways. But the point is that, like, let's all be nice. Let's try and educate people in a nice way. Unless they're assholes and doing really mean stuff. Then we don't. Yeah. Then we beat them up. Nice. But if... People
0: think that my description of the Coptic no, ceremony I didn't. was racist. I would appreciate to know.
1: I was just trying to describe what no, I'm happening. just making you feel self-conscious. <laughs> I think you're fine. I, okay. I think that you're fine. Not that I am the... Uh, yeah, straight police. white man doing yes, a podcast something.
0: that no one asked for. It. Exactly.
1: I think we're fine We're trying our best All right, But anyway So we're moving on To the homework for the week So I have Sure
0: let's talk about Another straight white male I am on
1: I am on my Second batch of pickles They are going to be Cracked open today Uh, So uh, Our next guest Coming up And Eric and I Have all decided That each of us Is going to pickle Something unusual And we are going to Debrief on the next uh, Podcast So I Yeah they have to All be different Right Did you already Decide yours?
0: I might do, like, carrots. Okay.
1: Is that bad? I mean, I was going to do mango. Oh. Ugh. Really? You don't remember me? Okay. Well, I'm doing mango. Eric's doing carrots. Hopefully, our guest, mystery guest, will do something cooler than carrots. Like
0: hot dogs? (laughs)
1: Hot dogs. Socks. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. Uh, Oh, he could pickle Rick.
0: Turn myself into a pickle, Morty! Boom!
1: Oh my god, Damn, that my sh- is so that Oh my Cut god. That, out. Man, that was so good. Boo. That was good. That was funny. So I also have tried okay. to say that less on the podcast. That was What, funny. that was funny? Yeah, I'm sorry. Well trying... nothing on this episode was funny. <laughs> Trash episode. I hate this. It's not true. Maybe. The fans. Episode will three, we peaked. But listen It's all downhill. But listen. Like, I'm trying to stop breaking the fourth wall and We don't need to talk about the behind the scenes stuff anymore let's just give the people a clean product oh yeah yeah that clean product all right so we will
0: have a guest that is going to pickle something over the week we will talk about how that went
1: um it's gonna work it's not gonna not work that when we try and record a third person
0: yeah ideally significant others will try the product and also inform us of how it tastes ew what
1: that's weird okay oh well, man i hope you enjoyed it guys we miss you we enjoy doing this show and please tell us what you like and don't like and what we should change uh a big comment that we got was not a big comment a comment was that the sound quality should be better uh oh eric God. eric why are we letting him on Ah, he's so rude that's not just it's fine eric has made a big effort for the sound quality i am going to also try to make an effort and we are going to give you what you want and that's more what's the homework podcast all right say, say bye
0: okay there might be like a recording of the guest explaining the homework probably not
1: did we just talk about the homework yeah but they're gonna call in and explain it i don't want that it's not gonna be after this if it's after this then I'm not going to be on the next show.
0: Oh, you have no power in the final product.
1: I'm not going to be on the next show. All right. Bye, Eric. All right. Bye. Peace. I
0: hated it. Wasn't funny.